From neural networks to peripatetic pandemics, the face of medicine is always changing. It has incited moments of absolute genius, yet causes heart-wrenching pain. It has made men giants and equally shattered fragile egos. Always looking forward into the future, yet being entrenched firmly in the past. Medicine is full of paradoxes. Medical Musings takes a look at the past, present and future of specific advancements in an attempt to better understand these fine nuances. Whether, like us, you're thinking about going into medicine, or you're a medical student looking to explore the history of the field, Medical Musings is for anyone fascinated by the magnificence of medicine. Hello, and welcome to D Part 2, where we look at, where we take a closer look at degenerative disorders. I'll examine both the mechanism of their development and current and potential treatments. Through the exploration of a number of pathologies involving degenerative cell changes, which lead to the deterioration of tissues and organs, this podcast will hopefully shed some light on the disorders, which are estimated to kill nearly 7 million people each year. I'll take a look particularly at neurodegeneration, the progressive loss of structure and function of neurons. Among other causes, neurodegenerative diseases occur largely due to age, such as Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease, or due to genetic mutations, which affect the functioning of glial central nervous system cells. Affecting approximately 50 million people worldwide, Alzheimer's disease is the most common type of dementia and is associated with continual decline in brain function. It's characterized by the aggregation of proteins into plaques and tangles, by neuronal and glial cell death, and by impaired cognitive function. These plaques, which are composed of amyloid beta proteins, and the tangles, which are composed of hyperphosphorylated tau protein, occur in the brain and are pathological hallmarks of the disease. In this disease state, chronic inflammation occurs, occurs, in, occurs in response to the aggregated protein and is the inflammation which contributes to the death of glial cells. Although the disease currently has no cure, targeting specific genetic mutations and the protein products known to be involved in the progression of the disease is an area of promising therapeutic research. For instance, researchers at Lancaster University have conducted extensive analytical in vitro research into salbutamol, which is currently an asthma drug, and it's proved effective at reducing the accumulation of neurofibrillary tangles of tau. The genetics of dementia is pretty complicated, and the patterns of inheritance vary considerably in different dementias. Arguably, the genetics of Alzheimer's is the best understood of all the common dementias, emphasizing the potential for genetic therapy. In just over 600 families worldwide, studies reveal many close family members who are affected by Alzheimer's disease across successive generations. This pattern of familial clustering of Alzheimer's suggests there is a mutation within a single gene that causes the disease. Such mutations are currently being investigated that are currently being investigated include those in the PSEN1, PSEN2, and APP genes, which appear frequently in familial cases of the condition. In stark contrast, the genetic of Huntington's, a trinucleotide repeat disorder with an autosomal dominant inheritance pattern, is incredibly well understood. Huntington's chorea results in the death of brain cells and mental abilities generally decline into dementia. Symptom onset usually occurs between the ages of 30 and 50, but may develop earlier in life with each successive generation. The Huntington gene, HTT, is located on the short arm of chromosome 4 and contains a repeat sequence of three bases, cytosine, adenine, guanine, CAG, which code for glutamine. Generally, people have fewer than 36 repeated glutamines in the 
genes polyglutamide trapped, which results in the production of the Huntington protein. However, a mutant Huntington protein, which has different characteristics, is produced by a sequence of 36 or more and increases the decay rate of medium spiny neurons. The number of CAG repeats is thus related to the disease's progression. Moreover, CAG repeats become increasingly more unstable during replication as they exceed 28, thus usually resulting in new expansions with, ex with successive generations. Genetic anticipation is the phrase used to describe how the gene may be passed on to offspring with an increased number of CAG repeats, which leads to earlier age of onset and severity of disease. Unfortunately, there is currently no cure. Treatments can relieve some symptoms such as tetrabenazine for movement problems and can improve quality of life. Unfortunately, 9% of Huntington's deaths are from suicide. Finally, named after the English doctor James Parkinson, who published the first detailed description of the condition in an essay on the shaking palsy in 1817, Parkinson's is the second most common neurodegenerative disorder. The condition is a long-term neurodegenerative disorder which mainly affects the motor system characterized by motor impairments such as tremor, rigidity, slow, slowness of movement, also known as bradykinesia, and difficulty walking, in addition to cognitive and behavioral pro problems. Also, depression and anxiety occur in one-third of sufferers. Parkinson's is characterized by the death of dopaminergic, so containing dopamine, uh, neurons in the substantia nigra, a basal ganglia structure, but the cause of this selective cell death is still unknown. Again, there's no cure for the condition, uh, and the main obstacle to developing neuroprotective therapies are the limited understanding of key molecular events which promote this neurodegeneration. However, the discovery of the PD genes has led to the hypothesis that misfolding of proteins and dysfunction of the ubiquitin proteasome pathway are pivotal to Parkinson's disease pathogenesis. Degenerative disorders are, however, not restricted merely to those affecting the brain. And aside from those that are neurodegenerative, the two common groups of degenerative diseases are those that affect the circulatory system, so coronary artery disease is one, and neoplastic diseases such as cancer. Multiple sclerosis, another chronic degenerative disease of the nervous system, also provides an interesting insight into this category of diseases. The cause is currently unknown. The autoimmune disease targets myelin of the central nervous system, leading to permanent damage and deterioration of neurons. It has a pretty interesting course with sufferers experiencing a relapse and remit, remitting disease progression. They experience uh, periods of new symptoms or relapses that occur, develop over days or weeks and usually improve partially or completely. These relapses are then followed by quite periods of disease remissions that can last months, sometimes even years. At least 50% of those with relapsing remitting MS uh, usually develop a steady progression of symptoms with or without periods of remission within 10 to 20 years of, from disease onset. This is known as secondary progressive multiple sclerosis. In the aging population, which we now find ourselves, the prevalence of degenerative disorders is ever increasing. With reports estimating that by 2050, 135 million people will suffer from Alzheimer's worldwide, the need for degenerative disorder treatments that are both effective and safe and for preventative medicine is incredibly clear. Next time, we'll look at the potential limitations of research through looking at false positives and negatives. Thank you for listening.